Welcome back to College Lacrosse Live, the podcast. On today's episode, we will get to know Denver Pioneers new head coach, Matt Brown. He's by no means a newcomer to the Denver program. He was a star for the Pioneers graduating in 2005, and his career culminated with an appearance in the North-South All-Star Game after he scored 137 career points. He's been considered one of the great offensive coaches for the last decade. The British Columbia native will join us next. Matt Brown on College Lacrosse Live. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for cutting out some time. How are things in Denver thus far for you, my friend? Yeah, things are going well, Booker. You know, as we just mentioned, uh, today we got a little bit of a snowstorm brewing in here, but, uh, you know, things have been great. You know, we got a great group of Pios this year and um, started this journey back in September, and here we are. We're kind of in the thick of uh, thick of the regular season, believe it or not. So uh, things are looking great out here. Tell me a little bit and tell our listeners a little bit about what it's like to follow Bill Tierney from your shoes because it had to be pretty comfortable. You've been there for a long time. Yeah, I've been here for a long time, and, you know, I'm blessed to – be in the position that that I that I have been in, you know, being able to coach alongside the, in my opinion, the greatest coach that our sports ever seen, and and arguably one of the greatest coaches college athletics has ever seen for 14 years, and you know just all the things that I've picked up over the years, um, you know, him just being a phenomenal mentor, and and not one of these coaches that kind of just did his job and just let you do your job. He he and incorporated me and, and let me be involved in, in a lot of decisions, you know, with, within our program. He let me sit in a lot of meetings early on in my career. And so I'm, I'm so blessed and so thankful that, that, uh, that I was able to have that opportunity with him. And um, I couldn't be more honored to be the, the first ever William G. Tierney head coach at the University of Denver outside of William G. Tierney himself. So uh, it's, it's quite the honor. What's been the biggest change in your behavior now that you're the head coach? Yeah, I don't know if my, my behavior's changed. I think my behavior's kind of stayed the same. I think we've been lucky to have a group of upperclassmen, super seniors and leaders that have been around me for for a long time. They know who I am. Um, and so I, I haven't changed. It's one of my it's one of the things I, w- I wanted to make sure that I, I stuck true to in, in coming into this position. I'm not trying to be Bill Tierney. You know, no, nobody can be. You know, he's, again, he's the best that to ever do it. And so, you know, my my thing was to be to be me and 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 for our guys to be them. And and so um, I don't think I've changed from a behavior standpoint, but my, my role and on the day-to-day side of things has changed, you know, some. You know, I'm, you know, spending a little bit more time with defensive coordinator John Glant, who is like one of the, you know, best coaches that nobody knows about, I say, you know, he, he came from a education background where he was a middle school teacher and then an elementary school teacher and and really just dives into the details. And, and I've learned so much kind of being around him. And so that's been fun to be able to spend some more time at that end and, you know, looking into the details and then obviously hiring a legend, David Metzbauer, you know, and, um, you know, I was really blessed to to get a phone call from him, you know, this, this summer. And he called me and he said, Brownie, you know, I'm available. And I said, what do you mean? And he's like, I want to come be a pioneer. And I believe in you guys. I believe the way you guys operate. And I want to come, I want to come join you guys in, in this journey. And uh, man, I, I thought I had it all figured out with hiring a new offensive coordinator. Well, that threw a wrench into my plans. And so uh didn't take me very long to realize that, um, 
that he was the right he was the right man for the job and and we we welcomed him on board and I've just just enjoyed every single day working alongside such a phenomenal staff. That is a great step. Now, in your role as an assistant coach, you were so successful at it that you got international coaching opportunities. What was it like to coach uh, for your native Canada? Great honor, you know, and I'm so thankful. The late uh, Dave Huntley, you know, was a funny story with that. This would have been 2000. In 10, so it would have been 2009, um, I went to try out for Team Canada. And, uh, you know, the, the the previous go around, I think I was the first cut in 2006. And, and in 2010, I think I was the last one. And, uh, and, and Hunts had to pick up the phone and call me and deliver the news. And I was devastated. I felt like I deserved to be in there like everybody does. I felt like I had a great tryout. But at the same moment, you know, he he said to me, as I was upset, you know, he said to me, I want you to be a part of our national program moving forward. And and that 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 changed my outlook on this thing. And uh, I'm very blessed that that he offered up that opportunity. And, uh, you know, I've been coaching Team Canada since uh, 2012 was my first stint as an assistant with the under 19 team that went over to Finland. And I've been involved in I think I've been in six world championships now. And so um, it's it's such a huge honor. It's um, it's my roots. It's where I learned how to play the game um, growing up in Burnaby, British Columbia. And um, as you know, you know, like many, many young Canadians, we all dream of hoisting that Stanley Cup above our head. Um, but I realized a little bit later in life that that I, I wasn't going to reach that I was, I was chasing the wrong dream. Uh, and so I'm so thankful that that I switched over to lacrosse and uh, I've had an amazing experience, made some phenomenal friends, guys that I can consider brothers and uh you know hopefully i continue to do it here moving forward as well when you look at matt brown's statistical numbers offensively for the past decade how do you break down who you have playing man up specifically your man up unit and your man up statistics who do you have playing man up and how you run those plays and create those plays for them take us through a little bit of the process of the genius that's inside your offensive mind well, I, I I wouldn't say it's a genius. You know, what, what I what I what I would say is is that we've been very lucky to have some phenomenal lacrosse players come through our program. You know, you, you think of and going back, it starts with the, the big man. I don't know if you can see him behind me, but Mark Matthews. You know, and and when he came to the University of Denver, he he really kind of uh, he kind of put us on the map. You know, he with with the with his style of play, he did some things that. You know, the, the the toe drag, you know, all the stuff that no one ever saw before until he did it at the highest level. Um, he actually did it against Team USA, um, you know, on, on down in Florida in, in an exhibition. And so we've been just really blessed to have some phenomenal lacrosse players, you know. Uh, I would be lying to you if I if I if I didn't say that uh, stick work is really important part of being a Denver pioneer. You need to have great hands. You need to have great IQ. You've got to be able to to feel um, you know the odd man situation. And so um, you know between having the great players and then bringing in somebody like Metsy that's been around. And you think about all the greats that he's coached over the course of his career and kind of blending this all together. Um, makes makes for makes for you know a lot of fun here in the office and a lot of a lot of fun on the on the on the practice field. So um, we just continue to try to adapt to the strengths of our players and and, and see what works. Um, I'm not one of these guys that says you have to do it this way and only this way. Um, I believe in evolving. I believe in changing. I believe in playing to your players' strengths.
Love to hear that. I know we're going to get a chance to see you. Denver plays Duke at Archbishop Spalding on March 24th. Before we get into that game, I want to go back to Metsy because he is such a, a gift to you and a gift to the game of lacrosse, honestly. He's a great coach. Have you had a moment on the sidelines yet where you may have had a difference of opinion and Messi's looked at you and said, I got seven national championship rings. We might try <laughs> We might try it this way. It's, it hasn't been on the sideline yet because he's, he's, he's so loyal, but it's been in the office, you know, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, we're different, you know, and that's, that's one of the things that, that really intrigued me about having um, David Matzbauer here in, in, in Pile Land is, is that, um, you know, I, I look at the game through a certain lens, a certain way. He looks at it through a, a different lens, a different, a different way. Now, a lot of times we kind of come back and, 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 and we were looking for the same result, but how you go about getting there is, is, is different. And so, I've been just so excited to learn from him. And, you know, seven national championships, six at Princeton. Coach T gets his seventh year at Denver. And Messi says, no, no. The next year he gets another one at Carolina. And so, you know, the guy's just the winner. And his connection to the players, his relationship with the guys, it's it's just it's just tremendous. And so we've had so, we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun watching film. We've had a lot of fun, you know, having some good discussions. Um, and, and it's just been, it's been a blessing really. And I feel like, um, you know, early on in my coaching career, I thought I learned a lot from my playing days in the MLL with guys like Brendan Mundorf and Drew Westervelt and Mike Law and Josh Sims. Like, I felt like that was the time where I really early on started to grow. Now I feel like that all over again with, with Metsy because, um, I'm learning new things that I never even thought of. So let's just continue to, um, continue to grow this thing. And like you said, continue to evolve and always looking at, at the different ways. We're talking with Denver head coach, the William G. Tierney head men's lacrosse coach, Matt Brown, and Denver takes on Duke on March 24th at Spalding. It's going to be a great game. Tell us why you like these neutral site games and the impact they can have on your program. Well, one, we're, we're, we get an opportunity to play in, in a hotbed, um, you know, in, in, in down down in, in Maryland, and so anytime we get a chance to to go there and and, and showcase our, our pioneers, you know, it's such a huge opportunity. I know when when we got reached out to about this possibility, you know, for myself and I know for Coach Danowski as well, it was an absolute no brainer. Just because we we know you know how Corgan Sports operates and and the type of events that they put on, and so you know we're really really excited about this. You know, we we did play Duke at a neutral site before at a, at, a, at a high school, and it was just filled with lacrosse lovers. And uh, you know that's what we're looking for. We're looking to have a venue where you know the the, the stands are packed, and it's kind of this carnival atmosphere and an opportunity to 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 showcase our sport at the highest kind of collegiate level and, and for youngsters to kind of one day dream about wearing those different jerseys. And so um, we're really looking forward to coming East to Maryland and, and should be a phenomenal event. One quick question about the team makeup this year, because guys can, you know, they scan the internet, they know all your top scorers, top defenders, but I know you also have some young guys in there. You have some guys flying under the radar. Somebody like a Chris Caldwell who's getting spot minutes but making an impact. Yeah, we've we've got some young guys. Chris being one of them. You know, he's uh, he's sitting kind of I, I wouldn't say behind, but he, amongst you know a, a veteran group of guys that have literally started for for five years now. And so 
um, for him to come in and, and get some man down time and also whether it's get some pole runs or, you know, this past this past weekend, you know, he, he got some time down at close defense. And so, um, you know, a young guy like 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 himself, you know, there's at, at the attack end, you know, there's a kid who, who really hasn't even stepped on the field yet, but Merrick Sigornis, who, you know, is Ohio's all-time leading scorer. Uh, and and uh, he's been doing great stuff in in, in practice. Lucas Cloakew, number forty five, is the midfielder that's running on our second midfield line right now. Who we've been really really impressed with. He's just he's a great athlete. Uh, went to Niski Upstate. You know, plays high level lacrosse. Got coached by a great coach up there, and and just knows how to really really play the game. You know, the the, the guy that um, that maybe nobody talks about, but. Uh, you know, who really flies under the radar is Casey Wilson. You know, Casey Wilson's a short stick defensive midfielder. People don't realize this. Casey played on the 22 under 20 Team Canada national team in Ireland. He also played on the 23 men's team in San Diego and was one of the three D middies and took pretty much every shift. And so, um, you know, he, he's he's one of our main leaders on on the team, and especially at the at the defensive end. So there, there's a bunch of young guys that have been really impressed with how competitive they've been. You know, the more competitiveness you can get out of those guys, pushing the older guys to be better in practice, the better off your team is going to be. Um, you know, in 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 the long run. So I've been really really pleased with what the future of the Pioneers look like. You've got to love that, Coach. I can't thank you enough. I'm sorry that you will be without the services of the great Mark Matthews. He certainly did. He had hands. He had hands like a boil. He could find a little sliver of an opening and make it happen. Uh, but you will be taking on some great teams, and then we'll see you on March 24th. Thanks so much for your time. You're one of the best out there. Keep doing what you do, my friend. Thanks, Booker. Appreciate you.